Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello there. It's time for the final episode of this series of Friends with Friends. Um, Dave has been quite emotional. Uh, he has been quite teary, but I think he's just about composed himself. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm fine. Ahoy, hoy. I was going to try and sort of talk as I played, but then the microphone's behind it's very confusing you don't need to know the logistics that was a nice that was a nice musical addition i liked it thank you <laughs> don't get used to it it won't be happening again no for the aforementioned logistical reasons uh, how are you apart from fraught with emotion at the end of season six of fourth uh i'm all right thanks yeah had a nice uh, weekend yes i got quite drunk I watched a football leads one which is nice doesn't happen very often these days oh. Um. Yeah, everything's everything's fine. How about you? The only life admin update I give you, but I've got a new Dutch oven this weekend. Isn't isn't that a, you're thinking of the 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 slang version? The, of the thing you do under the duvet. You no, know, that's the slang version. The Dutch oven is like a big pot. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, is yeah. that where that comes from? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just a great name that someone invented. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a. Uh, it's like just like a big one pot thing with a with a lid and all of that. Yeah, you pop it in. It's good. Right. What did you use it for? I made a jambalaya, Pete. Did you? I did. Don't they take fucking ages? Not too long, actually. No, you can do it. Oh, I made one once and it took ages, but that's probably more of a reflection on my cooking. <laughs> the lads round. We watched Leeds play with a jambalaya. It was jambalaya lovely. with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> As I was saying it, I thought I don't want to sound too laddie by like saying I had the lads round for the football. Then I realised yeah. as soon as I was like I had the lads round to uh, road test the new Dutch oven with a jambalaya homemade recipe. Then Great. I realised actually the football. I need the football to pull me back the other way. You know. Yeah. Oh, there we go. So there you go. <laughs> so yeah, That's that was nice. my that was my Sunday afternoon. Actually, do you know what I did more friends related this weekend? And this is actually probably worth us saying this because we don't have another podcast nearer the time. Did you watch Friends? I did watch Friends for this podcast, but I actually wrote a round of the quiz that isn't happening until November the 17th. Uh, that's very organised. I know, isn't it? I'm not going to tell you what it is because it's a round Didn't that ask. only has... All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
But there you go. So there you go. Uh, November the 17th. That's a roundabout way of us plugging in the, the quiz. The Old Queen's Head in London. Actually, what we should do before the year is out, Pete, is um, maybe just try a little one up up north, is it? A pub quiz? Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. nip up for Christmas. A friend's Christmas oh, pub quiz? Oh, yeah. That'd, that'd be, be nice, nice, wouldn't it? But yeah, November the 17th is the, the London one, the next one, probably the last one before Christmas. Um, all the deets are somewhere on the, the internet, I think. So <laughs> good Great. Luck, good luck with that. that. Incredibly vague. Uh, I can't promise at the moment we're going to not neglect you if you're outside of England, Great Britain, Ireland. You know, like, it's going to be a, a more of a commitment to to sort of say, we'll come and give you a pub quiz. Because mm. we do have, you know, as previously mentioned, people much further afield than that these days, don't we? Maybe that's what we should do one day. A pub quiz tour. Do people do that? Like Like uh. a band touring, but it's just a pub quiz. Do you know what? Let's look into that. I'd quite enjoy that. That'd be quite a good a touring to... quiz. Wouldn't that just be a good way to spend a year? I reckon America. A year? Could... Yeah. <laughs> just take a year Fucking off. Fucking hell. Just take a year off. Tour all America right. or something, you know? Just do all the little towns in America. You get 100 people to do a, a, a trivia night, as they call them there. Well, you, you book that. <laughs> okay, fine. Deal. <laughs> I'll sort that and then meet, meet you in uh, New York and we'll just work our way east to west. Yeah, fine. Cool. I'll let you know what date to meet in uh, New York. Cool. In other news, should we talk about friends finally? Yeah. A message from Stephen. Stephen. Ahoy hoy. I'd like to thank you for your excellent podcast, both keeping me company on my lunchtime walks and making me overanalyze friends, even when it pops up in polite conversation with non-fuffers. I'm not sure there are any non-fuffers. I believe everybody... I don't think you should be talking to them. No, absolutely not. I'd love to request the one where Joey dates Rachel, specifically for the Ms. Pac-Man plot. I'm a huge Phoebe fan and feel her best episodes are all yet to be selected. And this is perhaps her very best. A great physical performance by Lisa Kudrow to rival Schwimmer. I also feel season 8 gets an unjustified bad rep too. Cheers and a bye-bye. Is that the opposite of a hoy-hoy? Stephen, do you know what? (laughs) Maybe it is. Interesting as Stephen said, this is one of Phoebe's best episodes because I feel like she's barely in it. Yes, it's it's. She doesn't have much to do, does she? She's only in it two or three scenes, but those two or three scenes are very focus pulling, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, would you like a synopsis? Yeah, okay. Um, directed Peter by David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer. Yeah. Uh, Rachel is sad. She can no longer date due to her pregnancy, so Joey takes her out to cheer her up but develops a crush on her, something that scares him. Monica and Chandler, meanwhile, get a Ms. Pac-Man arcade game from Phoebe as a late wedding present. After Phoebe hogs the game, Chandler becomes a pro by repeatedly playing and putting swear words as his initials. And Monica wants them removed as Ben will be coming over to play on it. And Ross gets to teach an advanced class, but struggles to get there on time. (laughs) It feels like a weak third plot when written down like that. Very, very tiny part of the episode is Ross. Yes, it really is. It's very heavily Joey, Rachel, and a bit of Chandler Monica, isn't it? Yeah. 227412. Yeah. Not your favourite? It's fine. Where would you like to start then? Should we we do the Ross bit? Yeah, let's do the Ross bit, shall we? Right, should we do the Pac Man bit? We could have edited that out, but I like that you left it in. I was just getting my notes, the Ross notes up. <laughs> and you just lost patience with me. <laughs> um, I used to have to walk down the road for some lessons in sick form. What, to a different school? Yeah. 
Why? So my sick form was joint with another school that was down the road. Or boys' school or girls' school type thing? Or No, so I went, they were, one was a Protestant school. Oh. And then one was Catholic. Oh, okay. And then to spice it up in sick form, they combined the Protestants and the Catholics. What? And uh, you'd have some lessons at one school and some at the other. Oh. So I do have sympathy with Ross having to rush because sometimes like a lesson would finish at, I don't know, half two and then your next lesson would start at half two but be down the road yeah i because i my first thought was why would they ever schedule this nonsense thing but this happens all the time doesn't it? i remember that sort of school and uni just going nobody has even bothered to look at the geography of the scheduling yeah and they do just schedule absolute mad stuff but there are geographical problems with this ross storyline aren't there so my first one is that the time he gets there first, he runs and gets there 50 minutes late, right? The second time he arrives on time, it's the time that he sort of passes out from exhaustion. But I don't understand how he's sped up and saved 50 minutes from running the first time to really running quite fast the second time. Yeah, it must have been a very light jog the first time around. But even so, 50 minutes, Pete. That's like... like, that's Great personal best. Yeah, it's a real good PB. He says, I found a shorter route. But that must have been a much, much shorter route, mustn't it? Yeah. Um, And then the main thing with this is... So it's too far to run. That's what he decides. The traffic's too bad to get in a car. He eventually uses roller skates, which is the sort of comedic punchline. Like, New York's got bikes, hasn't it? It was one of, it's just one of those storylines where I went, this isn't a thing because there's such a normalised, obvious solution, you know? Yeah, of all the cities to try and get around, yeah, that's probably a fairly straightforward one. It's very well connected. If you can absolutely... If you can just get there on time, absolutely pelting it running, you could breeze there on a bike, couldn't you? Yeah. Maybe you just really wanted to learn how to rollerblade. Yeah, well, I mean, he did, he did roll, uh, roll uh, it's probably blades, was it? Yeah, I, don't, I didn't actually look at the feet. In my head, they were blades. That scene at the end is is really stunning, actually. Like, it's really short, and it's just him roller skating around, but it's really funny and, like, perfectly timed and all the little, you know, slapping the board with the stick. You know, like, yeah. it, the, 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 the physical acting of it is so good. Directed himself for it. Well, yes, exactly. There you go. How to get the best out of David Trimmer. Let David Trimmer do it. Um, other questions. Do bells ring at university? Did your university have, have a school bell? <laughs> it felt very schooly the way. No, it was that's a good up. point, actually. No. Um, I do really enjoy the line. I can't be afraid to get a little hit by cars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the other main thing, only real other thing from from this is right at the start. He comes in, doesn't he? And he says, "Guess what." Oh, I really like that bit with with Joey acting like Ross is really boring. Yes, yes. Well, they, they want to leave. <laughs> do yeah, uh, do you think he saw us? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good dinosaur joke. Um, and then, but then Ross says because Rachel goes, "They made you head of the department," and Ross goes, "Why didn't I get the head of the department?" <laughs> yeah, probably because you dated a student repeatedly against the faculty's will and orders. Eh? Yeah, that's true. Actually. I don't know. It's lucky you still bloody work there in the first place, mate. And also, probably because your organisational skills uh, extend to not even bothering to look up where the second building is before 10 minutes before you have to get there and just asking a student on the off chance where it is. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Like, just look it up, mate. And I didn't have City Mapper back in the day, but just have a go. Just, 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 just think maybe more than ten minutes ahead. Anyway, God, I got a bit ranty about Ross there, didn't I? Leave him alone. Leave Ross alone. But yeah, very short story line that really wasn't it. So should we move on to Phoebe, Monica, and Chandler and Ms. Pac-Man? Completely impractical present from Phoebe. <laughs> I want to know how she got it up there. The whole point is it's completely unmovable. Immovable? Immovable. Immovable, yeah. Non-movables. Let's assume that some delivery people brought it, right? And she sort of says, I didn't know where to put it. So why did you choose the least practical place in the whole apartment? The mi- Just the middle of the bit where you walk in, where nobody ever hangs out. Like, at least if you just put it against a wall for the time being, that would have that would have been fine. But um, she, she really didn't think that. Also, in that apartment, there's only one room it's going in, right? Well, I just think that the whole Pac-Man thing, or Ms. Pac-Man. Yes. It's a, just a very odd plot, isn't it? It's really strange, isn't it? I don't know quite where it's come from or why it's there. Um, because we've never really heard anything about them loving arcade games before, have we? Oh, and all of a sudden they're absolutely beside themselves. And also Monica's got such a specific idea about how she wants her apartment to be. Yeah. I feel like she wouldn't be okay with being given a massive, massive piece of equipment. Yeah, I, I think this is so out of character for Monica, this whole episode. The idea that she'd be obsessed with this thing and be happy to have it in the middle of her living room. Um, even I was just like, oh, good, look at the look at the cable trailing from behind. It's really messy. It's horrible. The only, the only thing that might make this make sense of Monica is her competitive nature. Right. And she's and certainly therefore wanting to be a high, a high score. Right. And she turns out to be the worst of the three. But see, the competitive thing doesn't really come out. She gets annoyed at you for sort of hogging it, doesn't she? But her competitive nature doesn't come out in the same That's way. That's true, actually. Yeah, her motivation is to avoid rude words being on the screen. Yeah, so she's sort of happy that Chandler's much better and Phoebe's much better at her. She doesn't seem to engage in that sort of table tennis with Mike way, does she? What do you think Chandler's rude words are? Because he he's he's put ass, right? Yeah, so we've got ass. And then there are uh, other three-letter words. Yeah, it's, he said they only give you three letters. You have to be creative. I imagine like D I C would be one or D I K. Knob without the K. Yeah, N O B. Yeah, I tit. mean tit tit definitely tit bum bum. Yeah. yeah, take bum, take bum for ten points. Um, cock. <laughs> <laughs> How are you spelling it? Well, I was trying to think of that because it's not like both C-O-C or C-O-K. Both, I reckon C-O-K. I think C-O-K if you were trying to do it. And he's clearly also, we got a very, another, well, actually, let's let's do this because we both sometimes disagree on what these jokes are. What are the two words that they've put together? I assumed B-L-O and J-O-B. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I assumed yeah. as well. I know, a, a classic friends, just like dropping in a blowjob joke and Monica being very overt about you're not going to... She, she she literally says, you're not going to get ahead from me tonight unless you clear these scores off. Yeah. What a ch- what an incentive for him. <laughs> it's absolutely mad. Absolutely mad for a mainstream sitcom. Um, so, yeah, we get... So, I can't think of any other words. How many would he need? Ten, probably. We've probably got seven or eight there, haven't we? Hmm. Maybe that's around for the next quiz, Pete. Think of as many three-letter rude words. That's a really good idea. Oh, no, I've said it on the podcast now. It's not really a quiz, though, is it? It's more of a fun game. More of a, 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 an inappropriate rude game, if you ask me. Oh, Peter, don't be such a prude. By the way... Yes. <laughs> on the subject of prudishness, 
There's a bizarre comment from Chandler in this storyline. Oh, my God. By age seven, (laughs) kids have already seen orgies. They really gloss over the fact that Chandler says he attended an orgy at the age of seven. Remarkable level of childhood trauma. Like, woeful trauma, that, isn't it? Because it's it's sort of left off as... I assume the joke is that his, his, his dad was having orgies, right? Right. But he says orgies, plural. It's not even that he sort of... I mean, it's not really excusable that he'd happen to sort of accidentally be at one, is it? But certainly plural I think orgies. it's quite difficult to accidentally find yourself an orgy. I've never found myself at an orgy either accidentally or deliberately, Peter. Me neither. So how would a, a parent with a child accidentally find their kid at an orgy? That's, that is... I'd say it's not great parenting, is what I'd say. Yeah, I'd agree. And my knowledge of parenting isn't huge, but I'd say... That's in the negative column. If you've ever found yourself an orgy accidentally, <laughs> can you drop us a message? Um, yeah, please do. Well, and, and actually on the theme of, of seven-year-old children, because Ben arrives, oh, no. doesn't he? Yeah, it's a yeah. landmark episode this, Peter. Do you know why? Last one? Last ever appearance of Ben. Good riddance. Good riddance. And all Ben does in his last appearance is get his ears covered while Lisa Kudrow curses heavily. Yeah, that's this very sort of um, unfriendly sort of moment as well, isn't it? With the dramatic operatic music it's while she's swearing. Much more early friends, you know, yeah. when, they, when they messed around with um, with the style a lot more. It's, yeah, it's very strange, isn't it? Watching it sort of closely back for this podcast, it's very funny to watch um, like Monica and Chandler's reactions because they're not really horrified or worried. They're just sort of giggling a bit. Yeah, just sort of laying it out. Well, I wonder if, whether she was actually screaming swear words. Well, yeah, I was kind of wondering. It would have been really fun to watch that be filmed, wouldn't it? Because it's like proper slow-mo and presumably not really bad swear words because Cole Sprouse was there as a seven-year-old, you know? Yeah. Um, but there must have been something happening. Maybe she was just shouting nonsense or something stupid because they're like Courtney Cox and Matthew Perry do seem to be just sort of cracking up a bit and not actually sort of, they seem to break character a bit there, you know? Yeah, that's true. Um. So yeah, a couple of other little bits from this. Um, Ben's coming over to play the game. That kid is not going to have a fun night playing an old arcade game from the 80s. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He'd be a bit over that, wouldn't he? I would have thought that would have... That really felt like something that Monica thought Ben would enjoy, but I don't think Ben would really enjoy. And then Chandler's claw is the other thing. Did you notice that he buggered up his claw a bit? Yeah, and then he immediately puts his hands in his pockets. He sort of points points at the machine first with the hand, no claw, and then he reveals the claw. Yeah. Yeah, and then he puts his hand in his pockets with no claw. Um, Just just hold your hand in a claw, mate. That's all you have to do. He just wants some claw consistency. Claw consistency is what this podcast has been asking for for a long time, Peter, and it's about time we bloody got it, isn't it? The head of the Iranian <laughs> FA wasn't going to give us the rights yeah. until uh, he suddenly went, Mr. Bean, and pointed at Nick. And then, so he then reenacted the scene that yeah. Nick does he with said, Rowan Atkinson. He, he, oh, yeah. yeah, he said, he said, he said, you nick Mr. Bean's camera. And I said, yeah, 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 that's true. He said, Mr. Bean put a bin on your head. I said, yes, that's true. He said, Mr. Bean poked you with a pen and you yeah, made yeah, a yeah. noise. I said, yeah, that's true. And then he's, he paused and he went, I will be Mr. Bean. <laughs> so there I am in the office of uh, actually the Iranian oil ministry yeah, it was, yeah. with a bin on my I mean, head I, and he's poking me with a pen. <laughs> the famous sloping pitch with Chris England, Nick Hancock and guests from Great Big Owl. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Also, from just like a sort of human point of view, Phoebe has actually been quite annoying and uh, disrespectful, isn't she, when she just won't leave? <laughs> yes. Yeah, doesn't... Uh... Doesn't get a hint, does she? No, considering she bought it as their wedding present as well. It's like, let them enjoy it. Bug her off. Go home. Um, anyway, Rachel and Joey? Rachel and Joey. Rachel and Joey. You know how they talk about going to Paul's Cafe? Yes. I don't think that sounds like a particularly fancy restaurant. It sounds like somewhere you'd get a bacon roll for like 50p. Yeah, I think definitely Paul's Cafe in like Headingley yes. would, would be like a greasy spoon, wouldn't it? Yeah. Paul's Cafe, Times Square, New York City restaurant. Just Googling the word Paul. Well, no, Paul, New York is what I went for. <laughs> I still feel like there could be shitloads of results for that. Yeah, and uh, I won't lie to you, Pete, there are. Yeah. <laughs> shitloads of results. Uh, but yes, you're quite right. It doesn't sound overly fancy. You know when they go for dinner and they have a... Th- and Rachel makes a comment about wanting a £3 lobster. Yeah. Is that a lot of lobster? I wondered that because we don't understand pounds, do we? Because well, well, only in like a bit, the context of a baby, and that's like that's like well, you and I were both massive babies. Um, yeah, but that's about uh, that's just under half of a regular baby. Three pounds. Yeah, right. That feels like quite a lot of lobster to me. Quite a lot of lobster. Three pounds. Yeah, maybe three pounds is about one and a half kilograms according to the Googles. So oh, I can't really, I can't really imagine how much lobster that would be. I can't. Basically, I can't relate to how much lobster she's having. No, no, certainly not. And I don't know. It's tricky. The only I'm just trying to. <laughs> this week I got a grocery shop. Tell me you didn't get lobster. I didn't get lobster. No, 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 no. It's only this is a weight based game because it's the it's the first time this week that I've just really been thinking about the weight of things. Right. <laughs> but basically what happened was I got like seven bags that were correct and then one bag which had clearly been accidentally put into my order that was for someone else's what was instead in it? of mine. Five kilograms of sugar. Oh. <laughs> that was it. That's a lot of baking. Five kilograms of sugar. It was nuts. I've got, do you want some sugar? Honestly, does anyone in, in London want some sugar? You could sort of, um, you could sell it like Homer Simpson. 
Sh- yeah, <laughs> big pile of sugar in the back garden. Yeah. Shall I... Um, and then some bees might nick it. If you come into the quiz, would you deem five kilograms of sugar as a good prize? <laughs> yeah, that, that, you would get shift of it that way. <laughs> Give a bag of sugar out for every correct answer. Yeah. Um, all right, well, there you go. So anyway, but I was thinking that's, that's a hefty lot of sugar, but actually um, lobster would be... Uh, the amount of lobster is much less than that, but one and a half kilograms. So it's like, but it is, yeah, you're quite right. It's, in terms of heft, it is quite a lot of lobster, isn't it? Glad we've sorted that out. <laughs> Glad we've come to absolutely no conclusion there. On the subject of the three pound lobster, though, I have to say, pregnant Rachel's appetite resonates heavily with me. Well, just your general appetite. Yeah, well, I think, and with Joey's, you know, he sort of says, I'll have the same thing, but when she just basically says, I'll have two main courses, I, I order two main courses quite often. Do you? Of a takeaway, yeah. Because I like yeah. to have it like the next day as takeaway leftovers as well, you know? Okay, fair. But it's, it's, I'd say it's become more of a regular thing than it has a treat <laughs> to have two main courses on a delivery. Um, so there you go. One of them could be a three pound lobster. You never know, Pete. Have you ever ordered lobster? Once. Yes. And how was it? It's nice, actually. I've, I've had a couple of lobster sandwiches and stuff in the past, actually. People say it's a meaty fish, don't they? They do. It is. It's very tasty. <laughs> it is very tasty. <laughs> Have you never had it? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, let's get you a lobster. No, don't. I, I find them a bit weird. Yeah, I'm trying to eat less meat and fish and alive things in general. That's my sort of new end of year's resolution. If only there was a word for having that kind of diet. Yeah, but I don't want to commit to that. (laughs) I like to be able to say I'm trying to eat less, which I am. I got a McPlant the other day. I tried a McPlant the other day. Good, aren't they? Uh, Yeah, I mean, it still tasted processed. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's I mean, it literally is. Just going to be, it's just a different thing in the same shape and process as as the normal one, isn't it? Mm. Um, But yeah, I'd I'd highly recommend if you go in for it. Are we vegan influencers now that we've both had a McPlant? Uh, I think that's how it works. Get a vegan sausage roll at Greg's. No, I don't think I ever have it. Very actually. good, very good. Anyway, sorry, let's go back to the storyline, shall we? Rachel, Mrs. Dating. So what I would say about this storyline is it's actually, if you take away what we know is about to happen, you know, the terrible, terrible Joey Rachel thing, it's actually a very sweet um, episode, gesture, behaviour from Joey, this, isn't it? It is, because Joey and Rachel just come across as really good mates and their friendship is quite fun and they're clearly good friends and they have a laugh and it's nice and then they go and ruin it by making them fall in love. Yes, exactly. It's just, it, it's, I think this would have worked absolutely beautifully if it had just been like a momentary, like Joey going, oh, Rachel's, I'm a bit, and you know, like it ended like it did and then just got over it and I was like, nah, we're, we're, we're mates, can crack on, you know? Let's continue as was the old status quo. But the way he sort of sets it all up and he goes out and he leaves and he goes and gets her flowers and he knocks on the door and he, he's really trying to make it feel to her like a proper date, like she's not uh, pregnant and exhausted and, you know, just living a bit of her old life, which is what she says she misses. One of the best moments in terms of them as friends mm. is when they get home and Joey asks that question about which of the other four she'd most like Would to you punch. punch? Yeah. And there's this kind of unspoken Chandler, but I don't know why. And the way that Rachel says that is really good. It is really funny. And it's such a funny conversation that they never really have, isn't it? Like, it's probably the first time they've ever openly discussed just yeah. like, who do you find quite annoying out of this group? I also think, you know, um, when they're demonstrating their moves to each other. Yeah. Rachel's, in inverted commas, move 
is seemingly to highlight some quite deep-rooted childhood issues, like the yeah. lack of a father-son bond. Which yeah. um, she's 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 being a therapist without a license, isn't she? It's not the sexiest of moves, is it? I'd say it's not only is it not the sexiest. I'd say it's very dangerous potentially and quite yeah. dubious you know it's very morally dubious and could have some real bad effects if you sort of poke at the wrong things without really knowing what you're doing you know but joey becomes self-aware just in the nick of time when he's like oh okay yeah. I see what you're doing well his move though on the on the other hand is to trick a girl into thinking he's more famous than he actually is that's true so it's not like he hasn't got his own sort of nefarious means is it um what we also find out in this is that joey has a subscription to playboy Yes, not yeah. just the sort of the odd ma- magazine they pick up. That's quite a that's quite a bold thing to have a subscription to, isn't it? I know it was the nineties or early two thousands. This, but it just feels a bit weird as a man in your early thirties to have naked ladies delivered to your door in a magazine, doesn't it? Isn't it just like the of the time version of OnlyFans? Yes, it is. I guess. I guess it is. But I would moot. Well, so I'm told. Yeah. Well, no, I would moot that you enjoy OnlyFans and the sort of privacy of your... You know, it's, it's, I'd say that's a more private... Uh, well, I should hope so. Yeah, but whereas the Playboy landing on your front door, Matt, you know? Yeah, Pops okay. through the front door when you, you know... You, I just, it just feels a bit weird. It just feels a bit odd to me. It feels like Joey and Chandler might have had that in their early 20s when they were living together, but Joey's now living with Rachel. They're in their early 30s. It just feels a bit odd. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but there you go. Then Joey goes on uh, a second date in two nights to the same restaurant for, you know, production budget reasons. Same table, isn't same it? Same table. But I'll tell yeah. you what's not the same, where the bathroom is. That's true. She go the other way. Yeah, she goes the other way from Rachel on the new date. Like, you had one job, guys. Just remember where the bathroom's supposed to be. Um, and then, yeah, it ends with this sort of strange... Um, scene with them watching Cujo, which I've never seen and I have no intention of seeing. And I think this episode is probably what put me off watching, ever watching it back in the day. When Rachel says, I really hope this dog dies, yeah. um, very inappropriate coming from the star of Marley and Me. Well, right, I know. It's when was Marley and Me out? Was that, that must have been post-Friends, Marley Oh, yeah, that was post-Friends. Um, but still, yeah, 2008, much later. Also, Rachel gets a doggy bag. A swanny bag, a doggy swan. A doggy swan and then just sits eating what looks like steak? Yes, it did look like steak, didn't it? And also, like, very soon after, she's already decided she doesn't want to eat more steak. Yeah. Like, straight home, straight eating it. Um, but there you go. They have a lovely date. They watch Cujo. Joey starts to get the get the feels. And, um, and there's that weird soft ending. Yeah, it's a very strange soft ending, isn't it? And, um, yeah, well, it leads us into, as previously discussed, some people's least favourite part of all the friends. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. But that is all we have time for talking about in this episode, Peter, isn't it? Oh. Should we have a quiz? Let's have a quiz. Amy sent another quiz that she made on the tube, Peter. Tube quiz. As as uh, I quote, who says you can't have it all? Well, there you go. You can Write a quiz for no monetary compensation whilst commuting. I am absolutely convinced that was your childhood dream, Amy. Question one? Yes, please. What colour is the wrapping paper on Ms. Pac-Man? Blue. Yeah, I'm confident it's blue. Uh, It is blue. Question two. What magazine's Rachel reading when Joey suggests taking her on a date? No Do you idea. know what? I don't quite remember exactly what it's called, but I did notice it because 
It's something about pregnancy. It's something. It's it's like two words. Something pregnancy. Fit pregnancy. Mm, can't give ourselves half mark. A couple of people complained that I gave my gave us a half mark last time. Mm. I'll say no. But on, did you notice who's on the front of it, Peter? No. You might not even know who she is, but it's Alex Kingston. Off of VR. Yeah, and Doctor Who. And off of Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, and it just that's why it caught my eye. Um, so there you go. End of end of bit. Uh, question three. What did Joey and Rachel order at dinner? Well, we've already mentioned the lobster. Yeah, but it's two things, isn't it? It's it's the three pound lobster. Well, Rachel ends up eating some steak. Oh, steak and lobster, yeah. Uh, Is that what she says? Filet mignon. Yeah, okay, fine. We'll give ourselves that, will we? Yeah. Uh, question four, what building is Ross's new class in? Oh, the something building. Definitely the something building. <laughs> Great. Um, Freeman building. The Martin Freeman building. That's I'll remember that from now on. And what dinosaur is Ross lecturing about at the end? I have no idea. Oh, the the Athinkisaurus. I can't remember now. What is it? Uh, Hadrosaurus. Not a good quiz for us, that, Peter, to end no. the series on. Um, Could do better. That draws series six of Friends with Friends to a close. Um, when I when I put on Twitter uh, and Instagram that it was the last episode this week, there were a couple of messages saying, "Like, will there be more Friends with Friends?" Yeah. Um, yes. Mainly because we've still got about fifty fucking requests to get through, yeah. so I'm afraid you're not getting rid of us just yet. Absolutely not. Uh, we'll be doing correspondence this week over on the Patreon, patreoncom friendspod. Uh, there'll be another episode of Joey on there. There'll be bits of content, won't there, over the over the off off season. Yes, um, we'll be away from regular friends with friends episodes for a little bit, but we will keep drip feeding in the odd load of old bollocks of us chatting yeah and uh if you are a patreon subscriber a thank you for all your support as always and b if we if if there is a a month that we just can't do anything we will freeze your subscriptions don't worry so you won't be getting charged for anything when we're not putting anything out you know but uh while i think it's i think it's should i say i won't i won't say exactly (sighs) when when series seven is okay We'll hold no, that back. Don't for a commit us while. to a don't commit us to a day. I don't know what my diary's doing next week. Never mind in some time. In the grand scheme of things, it's really not that far away. Okay, good. Yeah, it's, no, it, it really isn't. We, you, you'll barely notice we've gone. Um, but anyway, I people, Peter, I know I hope people do notice we've gone because otherwise, what's the fucking point? Yeah, it's true, isn't it? Oh, it's hard. It's a fine line to tread, isn't it? All right, look, we'll see what happens. Eh? <laughs> we'll be back fairly soon. Um, bye. See you. See you. See you soon. Uh, see you soon. Um, bye. <laughs> GreatBigOwl.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.